made a huge mistake. You made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. You've made a huge mistake. Hello, world and internet. We are back. It is the TBD podcast, aka playoff edition, aka my voice goes up at the beginning of these AKAs, aka hotel room edition. Jeff, throw in two more AKAs. AKA. Three more, three more, three more AKAs. Drop down edition. AKA, I'm Ooh. in the darkest hotel room I've ever been in, which is kind of creepy. And AKA, just failing at AKAs at the end of the year. Not, not, I'm getting worse, Josh. <laughs> it is true. I feel like you really had a high in the middle of the season. Like week eight, you, I felt like you were nailing the AKAs. And then all of a sudden, it's just been a roller coaster ride down into the splash zone. I wish I could argue with you, but I truly am Cindy, sitting Indian style in the darkest hotel room I've ever been in. Like I'm pretty sure this it place is, is haunted. We watch this. Uh, we we record this on Skype via Skype, if you will, and uh, literally looking at Jeff's face is like watching the Blair Witch Project because he's like <laughs> looking. He's like uh, he's like his eyes are darting around the room sometimes, and uh, it's really like. He's he looks like he's in a, like really scared. Like I'm I'm scared. I'm gonna make a shitty comment and then just like turn the camera around and stand in the corner. <laughs> Spoilers. We are all about spoiling movies in the past couple weeks, and I apologize. Welcome to the TBD podcast. My name is Josh Klein. I do writing on the internet for sports. That's Jeff Doyle. He does traveling for his real job for work, and we like to talk about fantasy football. But we like to talk about fantasy football after we've been drinking some beers. Jeff, you were traveling all day. You got to that ice-cold Budweiser. You're staying at a cool hotel, right? Absolutely. I'm staying at this really trendy hotel, so I go downstairs looking for a Budweiser and some wings, and the guy is not receptive to that at all. There's some sort of (laughs) high-class delicacy wings and some sort of craft beer on tap. It didn't work out that well. I got some sort of soup that sucked and uh, two beers that I hated. Um, But either way. I'm ready to record now. That was the low point. This is the high point of my evening. You sound like the oldest man in the world where you're like, some kind of craft beer and a soup. Come on. Craft beer's delicious. It's a winter warmer. <laughs> when you put it like that, I do really sound like an old man. Especially with soup. I love soup, and I'm not sorry about it, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Soup is good. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's super, if you will. Nope. I don't, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, right. Jeff, I'm high-fiving uh, you through the uh, cyber cyber world right now. <laughs> Boom. High-five. I love it. Uh, how did you do in your fantasy matchups this Great past question, weekend? Man. You Great had a couple question. buys. Yep. I remember. Two buys. La-dee-da. Officially out on my big money league, which is, which is gross. But I uh, went one and one in playoffs. I lost by two points in one league, which was just really Ooh. frustrating. And to add salt to the wound, it's one of those leagues where there's 12 teams and eight teams make the playoffs, which is bullshit. So it, I feel like I should have got a buy in that league, too. I didn't. I got upset because Tyler fucking Lockett had a great game, and it just killed me. Um, that's my rant. What about you? How'd you end up? Did you make any sort of bad decision that cost you uh, that league? No. Or <laughs> it was you... one of those leagues where my bench, I think, scored six points. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, you know what? It is what it is. I it happens. Yeah. You got fucked by Tyler Lockett. You and about 25 Seattle girls. Not a big deal. Mm. It happens. Uh, I did pretty good. I'm in uh, in my big money league is the week is the one where we don't have playoffs. We just play all 16 games. I love it. And I am one game out of the lead. And there are two teams ahead of me at nine and six. Yeah. Nine and five. And I'm eight and six. And I'm playing one of the nine and five teams this week. And then the other nine and five team next week. So if I'm going to win the championship, Jeff, I'm going through wow. the road. That is exactly where you want to be. I mean, that's like an ideal scenario for a non-playoff league. The third place team plays one and two to end the year. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting, and I am freaking out about it uh, because oh, sure. it's a lot of money to uh, to to win. I would uh, I'm, I might buy myself a new TV. Who knows? That I might exciting. buy myself a whole new life, Jeff. I might just be hit, <laughs> no. hit the open road. I will never hear from you again if you win this league. <laughs> you are absolutely right. <laughs> I have gone, though. And then in another league I'm in, it's a two-week playoff, 
which is fun. But at the same time, I won in the first week of the two week playoff. So now I hate a two week playoff because I would just rather be on to the next, uh, on to the next round, but nope, I'm up by like 30 in that league. So I, I feel pretty good. And then in my, uh, in our league that we share, Jeff, should we tell people it's me versus you, buddy? It is. <laughs> you are going down. Yeah, no. Uh, what bros versus Joe's. That's what it is. Am I Joe or bro? Oh, you're Joe. Situation? You are definitely Joe. He- Oh, that's bullshit. I'm a bro. <laughs> awesome. I'm a bro. It's pros, it's pros versus Joes, and I just threw in bros. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it should be bros versus hoes, and you're the hoe. You are the worst. Damn it. I missed that one. Uh, but either way, I'm going to – I think I'm favored by, like, half a point, or you're favored by half a gonna point. It's going to be a great matchup, yeah. and I'm going to give out a bunch of bad advice on this podcast in the hopes that you're going to take it. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I'm just going to give out a bunch of bad advice because – that's what I do on this podcast, and we are going to jump right into it, Jeff. The advantage to, to recording on a Wednesday is we could talk about the Thursday night game, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun. I don't know. There are people that are playing. Uh, I got two are... guys versus you. I have Evans versus uh, Ann Martin, which, yeah. again, not, not, not that great of a call by me having up on Tampa's offense. But uh, Doug Martin's been spectacular this year. I think that St. Louis, their defense is – they had a nice game last week. They were just so run down over the last couple of weeks because of their shitty, shitty offense. And the fact that they're playing on Thursday night, you know, usually I am partial to the defenses and kickers, like we talked about earlier. But I really feel like uh, <laughs> St. Louis is ripe for the picking here. I like Tampa a lot here. Yeah, uh, I, I unfortunately agree with you. And this is one of those things where when you play enough leagues, uh, you are bound to run into this like, I'm playing against you in the Yahoo League, and you have Doug Martin and Mike Evans, and I have Doug Martin and Mike Evans in like three other leagues mm-hmm. because those guys are good, and we have been picking them all year. So it's like I don't want you know whatever. I think Doug Martin's going to have a nice day. Um, I I hope that Mike Evans has a good day. I think that the whole Jameis to Mike Evans thing has really gone uh, poorly. It went poorly last week. But I think that uh, what happened last I, week? Holy shit, Michael! Yeah. I, I think you have to run, to roll out Mike Evans. Like he's just not the kind of guy that you can put on your bench if you have a better option. Mm-hmm. And most likely, it's not like anybody separated themselves. And like, I guess if you have like Doug Baldwin on your bench, and now you've been convinced, now's the time. But I, I think you have to roll out Mike Evans. Vincent Jackson, on the other hand, is another story. I don't think Vincent Jackson is going to have a nice game here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's Doug Martin. I think it's Mike Evans. I think it's Jameis in a two-quarterback league and Todd Gurley, and that's it. I'm out. I hear you, man. I think that the only thing that I would hesitate on, and one of the, the cool things about this week for me is that it's a playoffs, right? Week 15, everyone's into it. But there are so many impact guys that are available now. Like, if Denard Robinson isn't available in your league, you know, we'll get to all these guys eventually. But the only reason I would sit Mike Evans is if he had two quality uh, wide receivers in a two running uh, wide receiver league and then a flex spot where you can play in one of those new guys. But to your point, Josh, I'm not taking Mike Evans out because my team sure shit doesn't have anyone that's more talented than him. So I'm out. You know, he, he's in there for me. Yeah, that is true. Um, also, I think that the Bucks might be kind of a sneaky defense to play here, especially on short rest for uh, Case the Doctor. Um, you son of a bitch, buddy. I had that. That was going to be my end thought. I have the Rams and the Bucks D. I've been sitting on the Rams all year waiting for you know that unbelievable defensive line to come into play. But it just hasn't happened. Robert Quinn's on the IR now. Would you play the terrible uh, – I would. I'm, I take that back. Would you play the average Tampa D or the upside of St. Louis? Tampa Tampa D all day. Uh, I'm a big believer in uh, playing your def- your defense against a bad quarterback, and it makes everything better. And when the other team has a bad quarterback, they take more sacks. Obviously, they turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. They just halt the offense and. Uh, the doctor is going to be writing prescriptions for a lot of points for the Tampa Bay defense. You, you, you heard it here first. And I laughed like an asshole. I totally forgot that you said that. Dude. I love that joke. That's so terrible <laughs> and awesome. <laughs> I love the doctor. Love me the doctor. It's good. Uh, yeah, it is good. Um, 
I think especially like there are people that have the Denver D. I would rather play the Tampa D over the Denver D. Yeah. How do you like that? Because yeah, Denver's geez. against Pittsburgh. That's a great call. So let's move it on, Jeff. We are right in the thick of Saturday night football. And Saturday night football kind of designed to ruin people's marriages. Yeah. Uh, because at this point, we're at Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We record this pod on Wednesday, and then I have to write an article on Thursday or Friday. It's like uh, my wife hates me <laughs> just in general, and she also hates football. You have a solid three and, hours uh, there on Tuesday that you might be able to hang out and grab some some dinner. Yeah, it's true. If it and, works for uh, you, and you, usually during that time, um, I want to. I'm, I'm ready to go t- to sleep. I don't want to talk to anybody. No. I got to talk to people at work. Yeah. Come on, I got to tell you about my day. There was nothing. It was fine. Don't was worry about, about it. What it was just put on always is put on red box and leave me alone uh sorry woo i went off on a little rant there you did there revealed a little bit too much of my about my personal life uh the new york jets my marriage is great i love my wife so much she is the best yeah she's a treat. beautiful and she's looking right at me right now um Actually, she's not. She's watching Hulu on our bed. Uh, New York Jets versus the Dallas Cowboys on Saturday night. Football. Uh, I mean, the Jets, do we need to talk about anything? Nope. Uh, Four horsemen. Easy as shit. Yep. Four horsemen. Woo! And also, I think it might be the five horsemen this week because I like the Jets' defense again this week against Dallas. Uh, Not to like them. That's a good call. It's that bad QB corollary. And the same thing for that bad QB corollary. I don't like anybody on the Dallas team. I don't, I don't think you could play anybody on this Dallas team because uh, it's Matt Castle just takes that whole lineup just and flushes it down the old shitter because uh, McFadden is, uh, is he doesn't get the ball enough now. And now <laughs> they're kind of working in Robert Turbin a little bit. Um, Jason Witten doesn't see the targets. Des Bryant has been a fucking abysmal for the past. He's up there three, with four weeks. for me as far as worst overall pick. He, you mentioned Lacey as like a guy who didn't get hurt, and he always thought there was going to be upside there. Uh, Des, he got banged up in the early in the year, but you also didn't want to cut bait because of the that upside that he could have had. Um, so at least Lacey, you got a couple points. Des, you just wasted a roster spot on all year as someone who has him. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is I remember right when Dez got hurt, I was like screaming into the into our pod about how you should cut Dez because he was never going to be back. And uh, it turns out that I was right. Not the way that I thought yeah, that wow. I would be right. Dead on. I was right. Uh, so that's it. I don't have anything else to say about Dallas. Do you have anything for Dallas? No, right? No. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City versus Baltimore. Uh, uh, here's another game that's just a fucking dumpster fire, except for our boy Jay Shander Sekar. Uh, Spencer Ware banged up, and uh, I think it is going to be a huge, huge game for Jay Shander Sekar. I think that if you can get him into your lineup, I am starting him over, uh, over some over some guys that are that have been very playable uh, in the past three, four. Five weeks. If you don't mind I saying, might even why? say, like, what? It's Casey going against Baltimore, who's fifth against the run with a terrible secondary. Are you just assuming that Alex Smith isn't going to be able to pass the ball? I'm just assuming that they're going to get up pretty easily on Jimmy Clausen well, and the fair. Baltimore Ravens, okay. uh-huh. and then they're just going to pound the ball with with uh, our boy Sharknado. Um, he just has. Uh, I, I think that especially this is obviously this is all based on if Spencer Ware does not play. Yeah, but he, if, I assume uh, he's out, though. What? I assume he's out, or at least, you know, I don't yeah, I, just talk about him as if he's out or is going to play limited snaps. Yeah, no, I, I just assume he's going, if he's going to be out, then I think Sharknado just has a big game. That's Maybe it's a gut call, but I think that I, I just don't, I, I trust him in this lineup. And uh, I don't really trust anybody else. I'll tell you who I definitely don't trust, Jeff, and it is fucking Travis Kelsey. Did you know I did a little bit of research that I am ready for this thing? Kelsey is not as uh, finished as a top 12, like a tight end one, in one game in the last six weeks. Come on. I mean, I yeah, that is a fact. I'm so, so, so damn proud of you for doing research. And B of all, 
that is nauseating because he is the guy. I you know we talked about him all year as someone who's like oh no one on KC except Jay Kendrasekar, but you know who's better than Travis Kelsey is one of that seven. He's he's not. He's not. He's a tight end too, and he sucks and he totally fucked me last week. And I'm just out <laughs> on him. And you know that's it changes my perception of him. You know I talked about how my perception of Bortles has changed over the year and how I like him a lot more. Kelsey's the other way. He's miserable. I'll never own him again. I completely agree, and uh, yeah, he is uh, he is unstartable at this point. I think he's right there with Crockett Gilmore. I think you're flipping a coin between Crocky Crocky Gilgil and uh, and Travis Kelsey yeah, for me. Oh, I, I wish I could tell you you're an idiot, but I mean, I'm looking at uh, DraftKings and then several of the guys below him: Richard Rodgers, yep; Heath Miller, yep; Ed Dixon, probably. Uh, yeah, Miller, I mean, Richard Rodgers is playing the Raiders. Yeah, I'd much rather have Richard Rodgers. Absolutely. So, it's a no-brainer. I literally, right before we started recording this podcast, I just cut Travis Kelsey and picked up Richard Rodgers. There we in go. In a game that I'm in the in a league where I'm in the playoffs. There we go. It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, it it just happened. And uh, from a Baltimore standpoint, Kamar Aiken, I think, is is really is flex worthy, like legit flex worthy. I mean, uh, since. Um, Smith has gone down. He's had over like seven, eight targets in every game. Uh, he's got some, he has some red zone targets. I mean, even it's not really Jimmy? that surprising. And that offense even stinks Jimmy, on ice. What? Even with Jimmy? Yeah, I think it's Jimmy. No, even with Jimmy Clausen as a quarterback, you still like Kamar Aiken? Yeah, even with Jimmy Clausen. Uh, Jimmy Clausen was a quarterback last week, passed for a career high, Jeff. 274. Yeah, 211 yards. And, uh, That's great. And, uh, yeah, I totally even with Jimmy, man. I think that uh, Kamar, I mean, Aiken had, what, six for 75 last week? Like, I, I could see that again. From the doctor of trust, you are going to trot out a guy who's catching passes from Jimmy Clausen in the playoffs. I, I, I just, I, I don't, I'm not on board. You and I are usually on the same page. I, I, can't, I can't back you on this. No chance. Would you rather start Kamar Aiken or Jeremy Macklin? Macklin. Uh, see, I think, I think I would rather have uh, Aiken. Okay. I think think this game is going to be pretty low scoring in general. I don't know what the over under is, um, but I got it. 41 and a half. That's uh, not high. Yeah, that's that's one of that's got to be one of the low of the week. Um, I I think that you'd be best served to find talent elsewhere uh, at flex. You know, flex, you want to take a guy. Either you have a guy who's your flex guy all year or you're trying to gamble on high up high upside offenses. And neither of these guys are that. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think that uh, Aiken is a high upside gamble because mm-hmm. he's not. I mean, it, I think that Aiken is the guy that if you th- need eight points, he might be able to give you eight points. But if you need 15, he's not giving you 15. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's move it on, Jeff, because uh, this game is terrible and we're spending way too much time on it. This is what we do every week. We got to stop looking at these terrible games first and looking at them last and then just blowing through them. Because this is what we do is we spend. 10 minutes on Kansas city, Baltimore. And then when we get to Pittsburgh, uh, Denver, we're like, well, fuck it. I don't know. I'm pretty tired. Antonio Brown's pretty good. <laughs> let's move it on. Uh, so let's, let's talk about a game that has a fantasy relevance and it is the Atlanta Falcons at the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, our boys. Uh, the Jags are just so much fun now to watch. I have a lineup that I am legitimately considering starting Bortles, Hearns, Robinson, and Julius Thomas. And does that seem crazy? I mean, I so my thing all year has been Atlanta has a pretty good pass defense. I'm pretty sure we put that to bed last week. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, well, that's, that's tough that, when you run into the then. buzzsaw <laughs> yeah. with a beautiful smile. But uh, it's, I love it. Um, I love I love everything about the uh, Jacksonville team right now, including ba 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 shoelace. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Denard Robinson, uh, number one pickup. And did you know I was, again, research, Jeff, it happened. Oh, my God. Uh, that in the past, like, three or four weeks, and now this is where the the stats tend to get a little bit foggy, <laughs> uh, only Yeldon and Robinson are the only two guys that have gotten snaps on that Jags off. Wow. So that, mean, that says to me, if Yeldon's not going to play, Robinson's going to take every single fucking snap. <laughs> I know that doesn't against, really correlate. And on the flip side, Atlanta can't stop the run at all. Like this, he nope. is. God, I don't want to say low end running back one, but there's a good chance you picked. If you got him, you got an impact guy on the waiver wire this week. And kudos to you for managing that uh, 
you know, your waiver claim order all year if you did. That's great. Yeah, uh, or you just lucked into him like I did. And uh, I think that he is he is. What a, was your waiver claim when you got him, though? Uh, I don't know, like a two. I also, yeah, I think so I, yeah, the, did, did I get him in our, job. in the league where we're playing each other? I don't know. I burned all my uh, fob budget on. Um, Somebody terrible. Uh, da- uh, David Johnson. So not terrible, oh, but uh, no, you know, no, that I'm worked out good. Yeah. That worked out fine for you. I put in a bid of like asshole. 75 for D'Angelo and lost. So after that, I was like, oh, I got to, you know, spend all of it on David Johnson. Yep. And it worked. Yeah. You're starting him this week. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I think that Denard Robinson is like a high end RB2, maybe even a low end R. No, high end RB2. Uh, again, trust. But you got, I mean, a guy that's going to get all the carries against the Atlanta run defense, I'm in. I'm in. Josh, I hate it, man. I want that guy I, in my I lineup. I think he's a low-end one. I, I can't find. I mean, Jay Stu is looking like he's out. He is um, out. It's yeah, announced. It's Jesus. I, I don't think I have 12 guys above him this week. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, one of the guys that you probably do have above him, Segway, is uh, Devonta Freeman, right? Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, obviously, you, you got to roll out Devonta. Yeah, it's. I think uh, it's Devonta and Julio, and I'm out. I think that's the only it. real question on this team is in a two-quarterback league, Say you have an average QB3, where does Matt Ryan go? Are you going to roll him out and hope that he comes no. around? I mean, no, I'm not going to roll him out. Jacksonville not the damn playoffs. Defense. Yeah, that's the thing. So I was weighing that pro and con. It's like you got the upside is there. It's a fucking shitty, shitty, shitty pass defense. But Matt Ryan has done next to nothing for the last like five to six weeks. So, so it's kind of on you if you start him. I agree. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I think you have to start Julio next week or this week. Um, even though he hasn't been great, he has been fine. Uh, back to our early season Ooh, catchphrase. I like what you did there. He's been fine the past, like, four weeks. You know, like, he's he hasn't given you wide receiver one numbers, but he's given you whatever, like, seven for 85. One of these weeks, he's bound to blow up. It's going to happen. And like you, have to, more, you don't have a better option. You don't. That's, that's a good point. And I also like Julio a lot more in PPR leagues. I feel like the defenses, yep. they have the safety over the top on him now. He's not going to get deep anymore. It's just that I think last week he had seven for 88 or something like that. And yep, I feel like that's exactly where you, you, what you can expect out of Julio moving forward. Yep, you're absolutely right. Uh, let's move it on mm-hmm. to... Uh, some a game that both of us have a lot invested in, Jeff. Oh boy! And it is the Tennessee Titans against <laughs> your New England Patriots. Which team do you want to talk about, Jeff? Because uh, I know which team I want to talk yeah, about. I think I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and take the Pats. And I got to say, okay. my buddy Lee, who I saw today, has a super fun bet. The website he bets on had a prop before Brady's suspension was negated. It was thirty. He was thirty-eight to one to uh, lead the league in passing, and oh. he put 200 on it. Wow. And he's winning by 100 yards right now. So he could be a huge payday for him and tip of the cap for him for having, the, frankly, the balls to lay down that kind of bet before uh, the, the suspension announcement was announced. The yeah, suspe- I bet he's really sweating that bet out. Man, yeah, that is great. a really inside joke, but I loved it. He sweats a lot. <laughs> he does sweat a ton. It was really good. I, it, was so, it was so inside, I didn't even pick up on it right away. <laughs> no, no, well those done. are the best kind, and I had to call it out because it had to be said. Yeah. I, but uh, as, as from the game point of view, um, I really it, it's it's Brady and it's Gronk. And if you have Amendola, trot him out there. Um, but I don't – You know, I've talked about the Patriots backfield being a clusterfuck for most of the year. Deion Lewis grabbed, it by the, grabbed the bull by the horns. Uh, made the you know the the motion right there. Um, that was great. <laughs> Look, Garrett Blunt. Looks like you were uh, you're giving somebody the shocker. Oh yeah, that's another way around it. Yeah, that's yeah, gross. Um, and uh, <laughs> and then Legarrette Blunt grabbed the you know took the reins and he's out for the year now. So you know James uh, White has been pretty great in PPR leagues recently. Uh, Brandon Bolden's lurking. Uh, there's just a, stay away from the New England run game this week in the playoffs unless you're again. A flex guy looking for the upside, in which case it's Bolden. Um, because, geez, I, I, I truly, I'm not embarrassed. I have no idea what the hell to expect out of New England backfield this week. So I think, you think it's Bolden and not White? I would go with Bolden. I, I wow. Why? I don't know. But uh, I I'd just, go with. I feel like it's a Carolina Panthers wide receiver situation here, 
where, uh, well, at least early in the season, mm-hmm. when the number one choice was shoot yourself, and then the number two <laughs> choice is James White, and the number three choice is Brandon Bolden. That's that's for me. I that those that's my order. Uh, but Bolden, I know I'm a I'm a DFS nothing these days. If you if I'm not announcing at the beginning, it's because I sucked. But uh, Bolden at 32 <laughs> this week is pretty pretty appealing to me. Uh, what about yep. Tennessee? That's all I got for New England, though. That's that's it. It's a, uh, it's a passing game. I think that um, Marcus Mariota is going to have a monster game, and uh, and Delaney Walker is somebody that you want to start, and that's it. I'm out. There's there's nothing else. Yeah, no, I think, I think right. that uh, Mariota is probably going to catch four touchdowns. Maybe he'll return a punt for a touchdown. How else can he <laughs> score? <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, he it, it is crazy, but he uh, one of the things that really struck me about last week is that he did not have, he had obviously he had a terrible game. But he still put up what twenty two points. I know we counted about while we were on the pod, but uh, I mean, that's just all he does. Is continue, he's like a garbage time fantasy quarterback that like looks like he has a terrible game, and then all of a sudden just holds your nose and he comes up with twenty points. Yeah. So, absolutely. I think the, I, the only thing from I'll a QB two perspective, QB two, absolutely. Uh, Delaney Walker. I don't think you're gonna have a better option, but you got to trot him out there. Uh, New England's pretty fucking good against tight ends. They're third in the league. Uh, Jamie Collins is great, as is Patrick Chung, but I think Chung is dinged up a little bit. Um, so I wouldn't play Walker this week. Uh, then again, I don't have him, so I can make that call. I probably don't have better <laughs> options if I did, but I wouldn't get as excited as, as in previous weeks. That's fine. I think you can not get as excited, but I think that, ten, I mean, he has really been the only guy that uh, – that like, sorry, I got distracted there. Oh, this is why we shouldn't be drinking and podcasting. Jeff Uh, Delaney Walker. I feel like you don't have a better option and you've been rolling him out there every single week. I don't think this is the week to go and get cute and start Mm -hmm. Charles clay instead. You know, I I think you just stick with totally agree. Stick with what got you here. Mm -hmm. And speaking of what got us here, Jeff, are you ready for the next game? We're putting it right in the middle. It is the best game of maybe my whole life, and <laughs> it is the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants. Here's a fun fact, Jeff. We're in the fantasy playoffs here. Uh, I have a very large, uh, very large game, multiple, four uh, playoff matchups with a lot of money on the line, and I am going to this Carolina-New York Giants game. So I will not be able to watch any of the other games. Like, Damn it. I was so, I was really like, I woke up on Tuesday and I was like, oh, I'm so excited to watch all these games. It's going to be great. I have so much to root for. Oh, I'm going to this game, which I'm super excited for. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, oh, damn it. That but, is like the definition of a first world problem right there. And I, and I, <laughs> and I totally feel for you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sad for you. Oh, man. Jeff, we're starting our tailgate at 8 in the morning. I'm going to be drunk. It is going to be great. That's awesome, man. That is spectacular. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. And uh, I think we are going to need to do some analyzing on this game, and I am ready. Uh, I think that the Giants are going to lose uh, 105 to nothing. I, no, hate, uh, I hate the Giants in this game. I absolutely hate yeah. them. You know, I, you're starting Beckham. You have to. Um, but as a Beckham owner, like, when you look ahead to the, the, the playoffs and – you see that he's fucking going against Josh Norman in week 15. Like, that is terrible. There's no, You have no other choice but to play him. He's probably your best player. Um, and by extension, Eli as a QB, too. That is it for me. Uh, I feel like the uh, the Giant, the Panthers specialize in pass defense. The Giants have one guy who can catch passes and a stable of shitty running backs. And I really feel like Carolina's rush defense is better than the Giants' uh, running backs. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, it's weird. Rashad, our, my boy, Rashad Jennings, got all the touches last week, something that we completely failed to mention. He had like 22 carries, and nobody else did. And those carries should have gone to Fats, first of all. I can't obviously. believe he had 22 carries. That is crazy. So we, we did miss this. I, 22? I watched That's that a lot game. of carries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why we shouldn't be drinking. Um, yeah, 22. Uh, so maybe he's the guy. Uh, that being said, I don't trust, 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 and I do not trust him. The reality is you don't want to start any of your Giants mm-hmm. unless their name is Odell Beckham because 
And even then, I'm 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 not sold. I I'm you probably don't have as much uh Panthers related stuff on your Facebook and Twitter as I do. I'm just guessing. Uh but there is a like a meme going around of the amount of yards that Josh Norman has allowed to the past five elite receivers he's played. And it is very low. It is a shockingly low number. It's like under a hundred yards total when he is uh, going one-on-one with a elite wide receiver. And that's like Deandre Julio. Um, I can't even think of another one. No, but I, uh, somebody I else. hear you. I hear you. Um, I had a conversation today. I feel like Beckham and Brown are in a different conversation now. It was Julio and Brown earlier in the year. Um, but there's no way – you're an asshole if you're benching Beckham because of a matchup on your playoffs. I get what you're saying, but there's no way that uh, I wouldn't have him as the focal point of my team if I – you know, in any league. Let me ask, you, let me ask you a real, real talk question. You could theoretically have a team where you have DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, and Doug Baldwin. I accept. It's very – Oh, you want that team? Yeah. You're going to take that team? <laughs> Sold. Yeah. And that was the end of the game. Yeah, I, I just wanted to fun. see if you would like that team. Uh, would you – so you're start. You're going to start Odell Beckham over Doug Baldwin? Uh, let me check. Uh, yes. Without – yes, absolutely. I know that Cleveland yeah, is going against Cleveland. They're terrible. Uh, but there's no way I could forgive myself if Beckham has – if Beckham did we did it last game or last uh, – on two nights ago. I, I just yeah. can't. He his his. We talk about trust and we talk about uh, high floors, but there's no way that you're going to bench a guy with the ceiling as high as Beckham when it counts most. I I agree with you. I feel like he has that high ceiling, but I think that there is a chance he. I might have Beckham as my wide receiver like six mm-hmm. this week, and I think there's a chance I have two of the top five on my team. I I'm not saying that I do, but it could happen. So anyway, that's just a, just some thoughts. Yeah, fun. And uh, the thing that I want to talk about is Cam and his beautiful smile. Now, one thing that I like to focus on is all of the pictures of Cam that are on Twitter. I like to print them out <laughs> and then cut out Cam's face the shit and out paste of them in my <laughs> <laughs> and paste them in my cubicle. <laughs> and then it's just, you know, it like makes my day a little bit brighter. This is my cam diorama. Uh, yeah. It's like a cam, swings. a camarama. <laughs> uh, that was terrible. I am so supportive <laughs> of all your bad jokes with that missed. <laughs> you laughed. <laughs> that was a good at one. You at you. Not with you. Oh, not with me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, I, obviously we're starting cam. So Jay Stu is out for this game. And I have a little bit of a hot take. It's like a lukewarm take on this thing. Yeah. I think Fozzie Whitaker is very startable. I think Fozzie Whitaker is going to get most of the carries here. Uh-huh. Uh, I, everybody, there's been like a huge rush to pick up Cameron Artis Payne. And it's like, he's been a healthy scratch for six weeks. That was my exact, I'm glad you brought that up because I, you know, I, Artis Payne is the future, right? He's the one with the upside, but. It doesn't seem like he is going to be getting any amount of carries. Like last game, he had one carry for zero yards. The, you know, yeah, he actually uh, only I'm, has I'm, four. He only has thirty-one yards on the year. Yeah, that's not good, Jeff. That's <laughs> not good. I, I don't. I've, I ain't no math teacher, but uh, <laughs> that is not enough yards to get me points. So I think that I, I think Fozzie is a legit running back two this week. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, Jeff. Uh, I don't hate that. That's a great insight. Yeah, well, that's why you listen. Yeah, and the poor crap. sound quality and the bad jokes. That's also yeah. why you listen. And the spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and Speaking the spoilers. of spoilers, um, have, did you watch any more uh, Star Trek or Star Wars movies? Matter of fact, we did, Jeff. We Which watched. Um, so we're watching them in the – it's called Machete Order. Are you familiar with this? No, I don't know what this that is. is. Get real, this is going to get real dorky real fast. So you watch them four, five, two, three, six. Because uh, you, skip you, one? you skip one entirely because it's <laughs> terrible. I love and, it. Uh, yeah, and um, it's like after um, Skywalker, Darth Vader reveals that he is Luke's father. Spoilers. Yep. Oh, man. There it is. There it just happened. Uh, 
then you like flash back and you get to see Darth Vader becoming Darth Vader. Oh, that's and not then bad. it builds okay. a little bit of suspense. Yeah. Into Empire Strikes Before Back. Six. So I um have been uh, getting ready, reading some articles, and I have read many articles who, again, this is probably a spoiler, are uh, hypothesizing that uh, Darth uh, Palpatine's mentor is Jar Jar Binks, who is what? the ultimate Sith Lord. Yeah. There's articles that about seems crazy. The whole thing, bear with me, it will only take 30 more seconds, but uh, the whole article premise, uh, the whole purpose of the article is saying that like the best Sith Lords do what the best stuff without people uh, thinking that they're harmless or harmful. People assuming they're harmless. What I'm saying is the best thing that a Sith Lord <laughs> can do is fly under the radar, and that is exactly what Jar Jar Binks does in the whole movie. I don't know if I believe it, but either way, you talked about Star uh, Wars, and now I'm, I'm bringing it full circle. Man, that, we are happens, really dorking out here. Hey, dorking out's the best, man. Yeah, it is true. Uh, the, make sure to listen to our spinoff podcast, TBSWD. TV Dorks. You just nailed it to the wall. Um, yeah, so anyway, so we just watched uh, episode two last night and um it is okay i would say okay is yeah, how i would rank good. it yeah that was not good but yeah. anyways if, um, jar, if jar jar is the the most powerful being in the uh galaxy whoops our bad yeah also if we're spe- if we're spoiling stuff i think luke is a bad guy luke skywalker is a bad guy in this new movie how do you like that fun boomtown they haven't showed him in any of the previews, which makes me feel like the reason they don't want to show him is because he's doing bad stuff. Right? 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 Yeah. Is that right? No. Is that right? I like, I, like, is that right? I like you going on a limb there, but no, I disagree. I love it, though. Speaking of going on a limb, Jeff, we're going to segue this thing back because I'm the most professional segueer you've ever heard. Yeah, you're doing well. And I am going to tell you that I think that Ted Ginn is worthy of being in your starting lineup this week. How do you like that, Jeff? It is the playoffs, and I'm ready for Ted Ginn to lead me to the fantasy championship. I, I, I don't hate it. You know, the, no, the Giants can't stop anybody. for a stronger reaction. I, it's just boom bust. You know, if he's your flex, absolutely. Put him in there. Uh, but no, I think is my only real question in this game is how has, have there been any more updates on Greg Olson's knee? Uh, they are, he did not practice today and they are still looking at it. So okay. I think that, uh, I think they're going to hold him out. If I were them, I would hold him out. Yeah. That's so, that's a, yeah. That, that, would, that, would, that would sting. Yeah. I mean, whatever I'm, I, I think Cam is going to win this game all himself. Actually, I'm really worried that they're going to lose this game. Uh, I think that is, uh, it is hilarious how everybody's like, well, this is the one where it ends. And it's like, well, that's what everybody says. We just keep killing people. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. I would rather be negative and have a cam run up and down the sidelines and then come to my house afterwards and have a hot chocolate with me in sweaters. And that got weird real fast. Chicago, Minnesota, Jeff. The heart wants uh, Josh. It is the nest game on the docket. And do we have anything to say about Minnesota except for Adrian Peterson? I don't think I, I don't. have anything really articulate to say about this game in general. I think I, the whole, the only thing that's really interesting to me is the whole uh, Forte versus uh, Langford prognostication yeah. because I don't think anyone has a good idea what's going to happen. Um, I really feel like Chicago no. is going to give Langford the ball more uh, and maybe preserve Forte so he can be healthy going into the offseason so he can get more money elsewhere. He's been just like the best teammate for Chicago for the last like I don't know, decade. So maybe they'll try and do him a solid. But I, I really – I don't like anyone in this game, in, in the playoffs. Do you? Aside from AP, of course. No, I don't. I think that uh, you may have to roll Forte out there, but I think you may have a better option on your bench. I would rather start um, – oh, man. No, I almost said something crazy, like I'd rather start Fozzie Whitaker, but I don't think that's true. But I would rather start Den- Denard Robertson. Denard Robinson. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? No, I, is that a hot take? I, I want. I don't think so. I don't. I, 
You know, Forte last game. Was I want really... a hot take so bad. Yeah, Can I have no. a hot take. Well, here's the thing. It makes sense on paper. Like, like if if in week seven you're like, I want Fozzie Whitaker over Matt Forte, I would have flipped my shit. But right now, you know, Forte is coming off ten carries, forty five yards, and a touchdown. Whitaker is in a. Uh, he's also going against a Minnesota team that is pretty friggin' good against the run. I think they're seventh. Um, Stout. Yeah, exactly. Stout. I love that word. Uh, and then if Whitaker, on the flip side, is going against a terrible de- uh, rush defense. So I, I do like where you're coming from. And as a Langford guy, I'm not going to react that. If I was more of a Forte guy, I think I'd be more a visceral reaction. But no, you know me. I like Langford. Are you going to start Langford this week? It doesn't matter. I'm out, but I'm probably going to start In your him. terrible running back league? Yeah. I'm that being... is just a league where you're rewarded for having terrible running backs, right? <laughs> you are yeah. killing it. That is the whole thing. Speaking of terrible running backs, uh, the Green Bay Packers against the Oakland Raiders. Um, first of all, it's a throwback. Isn't it like Super Bowl three or something? I'm sure Chris Berman could tell us uh, some sort of terrible fact about how they used to play each other. It does sound um, right. Yeah. Can you, not to uh, drop so many catchphrases, can you trust anybody on the Oakland offense right now? After they just fucked you, they turned you over and fucked you last week. I, uh, you know, and I was wearing lipstick and everything, but it just didn't seem like it was uh, that inspiring performance you were looking. I, I guess if I have Amari Cooper, I don't know how I don't. Oh, man, Josh, that's a good question. I really want to be confident about, with Amari or Crabtree, but Green Bay is pretty good against the pass. Um, I think that if I was going to be excited about anyone in this game, it would probably be Crabtree. Um, just because uh, I have a stat for Crabtree. I have a what stat for Crabtree. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yep. Uh, Crabtree has not finished in the top 25 in receivers since week nine. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Oh, okay. Well, um, that's from, t- that one's also sourced from Twitter. Oh, yeah. Well, um, www. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, I think that that answers the, for the, the question for me. I'm out on the Raiders this week. Uh, Latavius is 10th. I know that Cooper got you here. I know that Carr has been a pleasant surprise, but again, going back to trust, I, I can't do it this week. I just can't. I'd rather start Fozzie Whitaker over Latavius Murray. How do you like that? Waka yeah. waka. Boom. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't do it. I think Derek Carr, I'm willing to trust, but I just, Amari Cooper, I mean, didn't even buy me dinner last week. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. bullshit. <laughs> That's stung. That's stung. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of people that you can't trust, man, all Green, of Green Bay. Bay, all of yeah. Green Bay. I, I think the only guy I'm pretty excited about is Richard Rogers, just cause it's the tight end going against the uh, Raiders who are horrific. Um, but no, there's no. You know, there's no joy in Mudville right anymore. They uh, they suck. They're 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 miserable. I'm going to, um, I'm going to say something because I'm ready, and I want to tell you that I think that the Green Bay Packers are going to have a huge game in Oakland. I think that they are going to blow out the Raiders, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a huge day. I think Eddie Lacy is going to have a huge day. I think Randall Cobb's going to have a huge day. I think Richard Rodgers is going to have a huge day. I think. James Jones might even be startable in like a week in like a 12 team flex. But I think the other guys like I am, you know what, Jeff, it's the fucking playoffs. And if I'm going to die in the playoffs, I want it to be with Aaron Rodgers and Eddie Lacy and Randall Cobb. These guys have been fucking me all year, all year long. Do it, do it for, do it for your team. I respect your gusto, but I don't think there's anything that would make me angrier than if uh, this is the week the Packers' offense goes crazy. Exactly. Like, that Ex- would just fucking absolutely exactly. flip. Uh, oh, my God, I'd be furious. Because everybody everybody that is out of the playoffs needed them to be better mm-hmm. before. Exactly. Yep. I think I think it's going to happen. I, I just – that's <sighs> you heard it here first. <sighs> or depending on whether you – if you maybe you listen to this right before the game started, so you heard it here last. But <laughs> you heard it here. That's that's what I say. That's, Josh, that's my speaking of heard it here. There's a certain there's a certain lady who's uh, might be the running back for Seattle. Oh, here, uh, Christine Michael is back in my life, and I could not be happier about it. Uh, yeah, you can't spell Hail Christ without Christine Michael. So, 
Uh, man, what a what a huge pickup for the Seattle Seahawks. And the prodigal I son. just think it's hilarious that they would do this. Yeah. I, I will tell you this. I don't think that I I have no idea what's going to happen with the Seattle backfield. Like, I'm baffled by the Seattle backfield. Mm. There's all kinds of people back there. There's Bryce Brown. Why isn't Fred Jackson getting more love on the fantasy Twitter? He's apparently a I third like, down back now, and I didn't really know that that was the case. No. I feel like, you know what? I feel like everybody went rushed out to pick up Bryce Brown or fucking, what's the other guy? Dewan Harris. Or your your girl, Lady Christine, and Fred Jackson is going to have 22 carries for 125 yards and two touchdowns. That's what I think is going to happen. I mean, it, they are going against Cleveland. There's fantasy points to be had in this game, whether it's rushing or passing. Um, I do kind of tend to think it's going to be a Russell Wilson game. Um, yep. Well, they be, have. They all have been the past month. Yeah, and, and by extension, uh, Doug Baldwin, Dougie Fresh. Yep. Uh, Doug E. Fresh. Yeah, I, I love it. I think that those guys are going to play. And from a a Cleveland perspective, I think the one guy I want to talk about in Cleveland is Josh Gordon. So I'm, I'm going to punt on Cleveland. Like <laughs> <laughs> the barn. Yeah, obviously. we're done. On the, yeah, I mean, I don't think the barn is playing. Do, I, do you give Crow? What about the Crow sound? He, bro- he broke out 150 and two two touches last week. Seattle, oh, Seattle's like legitimately. First against the run. First, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm out. I'm like. I I, I'm a little bit scared for the barn as well. But mm. I don't. I mean, I'm in barn. We in barn. We trust Johnny Manziel. He that. keeps in touch with uh, Josh Gordon every day, just to make sure he's okay. So as far as I'm concerned, they get you know 450 yards and 60 E's in the first two weeks next week next year. Easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, I also think, and I said this last week, but I feel like. Uh, um, Tyler Lockett is a sneaky flex play in like a deeper league because he, he has had he's ever since Jimmy Graham has been out he's had a lot of uh, is that a lot of looks a lot of targets a lot of catches a lot of yards I mean those are the things you want in fantasy football I don't know if that's something that you knew Jeff what shirt is that uh, by the way that you just oh sorry I just disrobed to my shirt do you want me to look hold it up <laughs> yeah, to the what? camera that is uh it's so funny that I'm wearing this shirt. It's Cam Newton dressed as Superman. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. You yeah, geek. I'm, I'm, a thir- I'm 34 years old. Yeah. And I own that Definitely t-shirt. Definitely not a grown-up 10 year or just a big 10-year-old. Nope, just a big, huge goob. Uh, the Buffalo Bills versus the Washington Redskins. I'll make it soups easy on you. Mm-hmm. The Redskins, it's Jordan Reed and nobody else. You could all go fuck yourself. Uh, and... For the Bills, I think it's the big three, right? Tyrod, Shady, and Sammy Watkins. Watkins has been great the past three weeks. And yeah. he had a ton of targets last week. So I'm almost uh, – I'm moving away from Tyrod as far as if – if he's your QB2, great, I guess. He's a low in QB2. But if it's the playoffs, I am rocking Sammy and I am rocking uh, McCoy. I don't think yep. I'd be excited about as as excited about Tyrod as I was even last week when he just hey, he had a really tough game last week. Yeah, uh, I have a real real question for you, uh, and it's literally a real question. Uh, would you rather start Tyrod Taylor or AJ McCarron? Um, 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 um that is a good question. Uh. Uh, uh, probably McCarron. Oh Ooh, my god! I really? Yeah, but I, I, uh, I. That's in my big money league. I have that question. Are you going Tyrod right now? Probably Tyrod. Yeah, probably gonna have to be Tyrod. I just, I, I can't, I, I just can't start AJ McCarron in in the biggest game of the season in his first start ever. I don't care how hot his girlfriend is, Jeff. Yeah, it's, it's easy for happen. me to say not to start McCarron. Um. Because I don't have him, but uh, <laughs> you know it's that said. I, it's a tough call. It's close, but I, I think I'm leaning towards McCarron. All right, uh, let's move it on to other teams that I don't want to start anybody on. It's the Miami Dolphins versus the San Diego Chargers. Here's another thing that's really easy. San Diego's. I feel like this is like the case with four or five different teams now. Everyone is unstartable except for the tight end, mm-hmm. and for Miami. Everyone is unstartable except for Lamar Miller. And Lamar Miller is kind of getting towards unstartable, too. Like, it, he had, like, no carries in the second half last week. 
I just Josh, don't understand what, what they're doing in Miami. What does Miller have to do to get more carries? Like, that second touchdown was pretty much one of the best runs all year. And then they stopped giving the ball after that. I, I, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know what he has to do to get more carries at this point. I, I don't either. So, But I, in the meantime, it is hurting our fantasy teams. I think we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. So I think he's like a mid-tier RB2 at this point when he should be a mid-tier RB1. He has the talent for an RB1. It's infuriating. I mean, the, the, It this... is infuriating. <laughs> and speaking of things... I love the speaking of things. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I think, is um, startable in a PPR league for Sheezy, right? I mean, he, he's a PPR. He was a PPR monster again last week. Uh, you know, eleven catches for ninety-nine yards. He's Eighteen targets lineup. last week. Holy catfish! Is that what it was? My God, that's that's staggering. I mean, those are like that's Julio numbers right there. Yeah, uh, that those are Julio numbers. Uh, and only five targets for Devontae Parker, so I don't think he's ready to be startable mm-hmm. in your fantasy playoff matchup. But I'll tell you who is going to be startable, Jeff, is uh, a lot of the people in the game that we're going to talk about next. It's not the best segue I've ever had, but it was okay. Uh, Denver versus <laughs> Pittsburgh. Um, are you scared of this Denver matchup for Pittsburgh? I mean, Denver has just been killing fools. I am it's miserable for the folks that have Roethlisberger and Brown. Um, I've, I feel like... And Bryant. And, and Martavis. It's right. I was actually turning... And D'Angelo. Yeah. There's a... Well, I think D'Angelo is the one guy that I am... I'd start with confidence. You know, of the Denver's, don't get me wrong, 13th against a the run, they're pretty good. But all those other guys, they're going against legitimately the best passing defense in the league. That's miserable. That is a real tough pill to swallow. Um, I actually picked up um, – I had Charles Clay, who was hurt this week, uh, in a league where I ignored tight end all year. And I picked up Heath Miller because my thought process is that the outside uh, corners are going to do what they can. Shut down. I don't – yeah. yeah. I, not, not shut down, but at least Denver's 21st against uh, defending tight ends and not first against wide receivers. They have two yeah, elite, at least, yeah, two elite cornerbacks on that team. So I want nothing to do with that passing attack. But that said, if I have either of those three, Roethlisberger, Bryant, or Brown, there's no way I'm taking them out. What about you? Yeah, it's a, it's just a shame that this is what's happening in the fantasy playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, there's nothing to say. Like you're starting them. I am not going to start Antonio. I'm not going to bench Antonio Brown for Doug Baldwin or. You know, like the the thing that we we're talking about for Odell Beckham, uh-huh. I'm not making that call for Antonio Brown. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I don't feel like I got that across, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, Denver side of the ball, Brock Osweiler. He's tall, Jeff. He is six foot eight. Also, Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. <laughs> I forgot to point that out. We were talking about the Jets game. Um, and anything about this Denver running game? I mean, it's just a cluster at this point. Like, I'm out. I'm done. I don't want anything to do with any of them. I, I guess I, I'm curious to know at least how the week plays out with C.J. Anderson because I, I can't, I'm out on Hillman at this point. I, I've given him chance after chance. I wanted him to be the guy so effing bad. I was all in on him this year. Uh, Pittsburgh has been... I've mentioned this across the year as well. Shockingly good against the run. They're second in the league that has not gone downhill. Um, I, I'm out. If you're starting Hillman or CJ Anderson, look elsewhere, man. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many great running backs out there now. I mean, maybe someone didn't grab Bryce Brown or Lady Christine or uh, Brandon Bolden. I mean, there are legitimate options out there that are better than Denver's this week. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think there are a lot. I would rather start Fozzie Whitaker than either of the Denver yeah, Broncos. Yeah, that's a – well, yeah, that's a – exactly, 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 Josh. Uh, and on the uh, passing side of the ball, uh, it's Demarius for me. I mean, he, he's been great. Um, and by great, I mean dropping balls left and right, but whatever. He's been getting the job done. He gets a lot of targets. Getting targets. I'm fine with him. And again, Denver – Pittsburgh sucks at pass defense. I mean, they're, 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 that's how you beat them. That's how you take advantage of them. So I, I, I feel like I don't know why. I think this targets. game's going to be a blowout. Or not a blowout. Uh, a shootout. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I hope so. That'd be great. I feel like I mean, Pittsburgh puts up a lot of points. Denver puts up a lot of points. 
Let's do this thing. The Let's problem hash with it Denver out. is they couldn't get in the fucking end zone last week. Get in the end zone, Denver, and make it a game. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Uh, let's speaking of let's do this thing. Why do I, why do I have to segue every single game? Why don't, why, why can't I just say, here's the next game? Why do I have to say, speaking of your teams that play in the Bay area, don't, don't do that to yourself. Don't beat yourself up for being great. Oh man. That is really, you just made me feel a lot better. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the San Francisco 49ers. Do you think AJ McCarron can, can make this offense go? Carrying my ass all podcasts. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that it's a, uh, the, the you deep... said that right into the mic, Jeff. I don't know if that was clear. Uh, oh. You um, there was yeah, that wasn't an inside monologue thing that you said well, about you know, how I'm carrying you through this whole podcast. You know, I told because you from I'm the get go that I'm dragging. You, you're it's your show right now. I'm I'm just I'm just partaking. Uh, but I think that uh, the, the the bomb to AJ Green in the fact that he pumped targets to AJ Green gives me confidence in McCarron, but. That said, only a little confidence. Um, I actually, I was curious about this because I have that AJ McCarron versus Tyrod um, question. And you said that he pumped targets to AJ Green. He didn't really. He ate eight targets for Green, seven for Jones. So that's the downside of just going for shooting from the hip. You don't really have stats to (laughs) defend it, but. Jeff, when you're right, when uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Jeff, I just keep the internet open and I just tweet. I just look at my Twitters. <laughs> and uh, if you want to see, hey, dude, Jimmy Fallon, uh, they did that fun uh, Star Wars acapella song. He's singing uh, Hello with classroom instruments. It's great. I got all that stuff you. open right in the background. That Hello was terrific. Uh, that's that's what happens usually when Jimmy does that. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, by the way. Uh, but that said, <laughs> never, uh, never. Yeah, not a clue. I, uh, is I, it, wait, uh, real, real question. Is it not cool to like Jimmy Fallon? Like if I, if I went into work tomorrow and I was like, did you guys see that new Jimmy Fallon clip? Would people make fun of me? Um, I think it's dorky. I wouldn't say it's cool. Um, who's a cool. So, lady? so it's not so, so no is the answer. I mean, I, yeah, no, it's not cool. I think Jimmy Fallon is, uh, you know, let me take something from your childhood, bring it back. And that's that sounds great. Head. What's wrong with that? I love that. <laughs> when you put it that, like that, I, it's I, tough for me to argue with. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, when, I you're, all you're doing is saying things that are great. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, let me do this thing that you like, and I'll put it on TV. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> Would you go uh, analyze something? I'm I'm so shook right now. What do you got? AJ Green, <laughs> go. Yeah, AJ Green's gonna be good. Uh, it's weird. San Francisco is is like surprisingly good on defense at home. But I don't really care. I think McCarron is going to have a nice game here. And I think that uh, Jeremy Hill is going to have a nice game. I think A.J. Green's going to have a nice game. And that's pretty much it. Tyler Eifert's not going to play, right? Uh, doesn't. It, I, I actually don't even know. I haven't gotten an update on him this week. Uh, I, I laughed a little bit when you said that uh, Jeremy Hill's going to have a big game because he just doesn't have a uh, have big games. But that said, it does – it great game script. It does seem like it should be a uh, Hill game though, right? I mean they just – I, I feel like that's how they do yeah, it, right? When they play against a bad team, yeah, Hill grind it out gets there. most of the yeah. carries. When they play against a good team, they split carries pretty evenly. That's mm-hmm. that kind of seems like the way that they're going. Yeah, I'll bite. and uh, yeah, it sounds sounds good. I don't have stats to back that up. I know mm-hmm. I'm I'm all about stats right now. Jeff, uh, give me like two minutes on on your boy Sean the drone. Two drone. minutes. Uh, here's 15 seconds. Um, I do not like anything um, anything that <laughs> to do with the uh, San Francisco <laughs> offense. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just like a hard stop. I do not like anything. Oh, no, no. Period. I uh, I got nothing. You know, I, I was a big drone believer. He's going to get carries. And so if you need a guy as an RB2 who is going to get the ball or one of those uh, high-ceiling flex guys, if you're gambling in other areas, it makes sense. But San Francisco, they're going against the 12th-ranked Bengals rush defense. Uh, they haven't really done anything Blaine Bortles has been fun for a little bit, kinda. He's you know athletic running quarterback, but no. Did you I'm just not... call him Blaine Bortles? Because I love that. If that is the kid, God, that is what it, you just absolutely, said. Absolutely, I was looking at Bortles too. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> this is Bortles. Uh, well, yeah. you had that big poster of Bortles, right? Oh my God! In this, that you just carry with you I from actually, hotel to hotel. I thought I saw a ghost of Blake Bortles walking around this <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> A good, good, good ghost. <laughs> yeah, and that's um, it. So I'm done on that on that game. Yeah, for some reason I feel like I don't know why this just popped into my head. 
I could see Cincinnati going up and then San Francisco having to throw a lot and somebody like Torrey Smith having a big game. But again, it's the playoffs. Like, I don't want to I don't want to say that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. then have you start Torrey Smith. I don't so, think that this is the week that you're gambling on the Niners offense. No, you you know what? Great point. And the reality is I don't trust them. <laughs> so uh, Arizona at Philadelphia, that's one team that I do trust. And that is the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Who aren't you I playing mean, on Arizona they're if like you the have five them right now? I mean, I, I think I am playing Carson, Johnson, uh, Fitzgerald, Floyd, and Brown. Yep, I completely agree. If I have completely them. agree. Yep, they're they're in. If you had, if you real talk, if you had all five of those guys, did you play all five of them? Wow, uh, that seemed crazy. I no, might. No, I mean Philly's legitimately last in terms of giving out points to wide receivers, and it's not like we're we're throwing guys out like JJ Nelson's there as well. But those, that's their offense, and their offense is the number. Three offense in the league, I would probably start three, out of, four out of five of those guys. Definitely if, Carson, definitely Johnson, definitely Fitzgerald, definitely Brown. If if uh, if Carson throws for three hundred and forty yards, let's say three hundred forty yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, are you surprised if all three of the receivers have a hundred? Yeah, Fitz, I, I, Brown, and Floyd. I was going to say, what's the over under on yardage that isn't a part of those three guys and Johnson? Twenty. Uh, yeah, or, or uh, JJ Nelson, right? Yeah. Or what's what's the other guy? <laughs> um, uh, Jordy uh, Nelson. Yeah, it's Jordy Nelson. That's <laughs> it. Uh, and on the Philly side of the ball, I'm out. Thanks, but no thanks. Nobody's going to help you in your fantasy playoffs on this Philly team. That's not true. Somebody could, and it might be Darren Sproles. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that I really want to trust a Chip Cully running back against the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm in this playoff semifinals. Right? I hear you, man. I I, I don't think that there's any way to <laughs> really predict what happens in that backfield. There's a, you have a one out of three, maybe one out of two and a half with DeMarco shot. Um, and I don't know. I think your first point was right. You're just, just be out of the Eagles in general, especially yeah. this week. Um, speaking of teams, no, no, doesn't really make any sense. Uh, I would love to say speaking of teams that I'm out on, but it is not. It is Monday night football. Bum 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 I almost went into Star Wars there, but I lost it. Uh couldn't quite get that musical segue. Damn it. Uh is it crazy? Did you know? Here is a really, really fun fact and a really sad fact. Do you know who is leading who is the Leading rusher for the season for the New Orleans Saints. Ingram. Are you sure? I would, I would be very, very surprised if Mark Ingram wasn't the leading rusher of that team, even despite the fact that he's injured. Yeah, you're right. He is. Damn it. Sorry. I was looking like at the... 400 yards, right? Yeah, no, I was looking at the wrong stats, and then, damn it, that... Oh, God. Can we edit this out? You know yeah. what? Steven Editor... Pinger. All our listeners are still on right now, so this is going to be a, uh, a big gaffe for yeah, you. Yeah, they usually stay all the way till the end because we get a lot of comments. Because usually <laughs> I'll put stuff like uh, I'll, I'll put in uh, shout-outs or also I will um, you know, put in a lot of inside jokes here at the end. Take we don't ever get off. called out on. Nobody ever listens. Tom, if you're listening right now, uh, send us a text that says gobbledy, gobbledy, gobbledy. And, uh <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to happen. He definitely did not get that. Uh, all right. Yeah, oh, God, I'm so some just sick with that terrible analysis that I just did. Oh, Whatever. Yeah. So let me take over. Yeah, uh, do it. My, Talk. My, my, my. So the uh, the Lions are like the least reliable team on earth, right? Um, there's yes. no there's no running game. They have, but the only their saving graces are going to get the Saints. I mean, I think that I'd be okay gambling on Stafford, on Calvin. On Tate, uh, on even fucking, Tate, dude, it's the Saints. You know what? Yeah, it's All the right. playoffs. I probably wouldn't start Tate. I take that back. I would say Stafford, Calvin, and uh, Ebron, just because I there's Ebron. What's happening? Why not, man? Well, look at I'm like scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down. You know what the Saints are against tight ends? 
Last. No. They're last no, against quarterbacks. They man, are... you just you just blew my mind right there. Let's <laughs> I... talk about who we could start Ebron over. Travis Kelsey? Absolutely. Um, would you start Ebron over um, who was the other guy that we hated at tight end? I don't remember. Damn it. Know. Long time ago. Yeah, it's game. this thing has really gotten away from us. Would you yeah. start him over Rob Gronkowski? I would not. I'm going to go on a limb and say no. I, I, I think I just got a little carried away, Josh. The, the Lions are going <laughs> against the, the Saints. Yeah, the Lions are going against the Saints. Keep that in mind. They're like the 85 and, Bears. Yeah, have that be the, the decision maker. Uh, that's my commentary on the Lions. You can talk about yeah. the Saints because I hate them. I like Calvin Johnson. That's it on the, on the Lions. Anyway, uh, speaking of people that I like, it's a huge over-under, which means Vegas thinks they're going to score. And I think that Breeze is going to have a nice game. I think you start Brandon Cooks with confidence. I think you start our man Bill Sneed with confidence. Uh, and I'll tell you who else I think you can start with confidence. Are you ready for the hottest take of the whole pod? Yep. It's Timmy Hightower. If I was bagging groceries two weeks ago, he got 28 fucking carries last week. And if you're going to tell me that a guy is going to get 28 carries against the Detroit Lions, I'm in. I'm done. I'm, I'm sold. You could, <laughs> he, if he averages three yards a carry, that's 84 yards. I just made yeah. that. I just, was that good stat? Was that good math? Oh, sure was. Nailed 84. It. Boomtown. Uh, the, nailed it. Uh, you're absolutely right. I think that uh, Hightower and Robinson, I, I should have mentioned Hightower earlier. Those are the two guys that are above everyone else as far as uh, waiver claims goes. If you got them, play them. Uh, absolutely. You, you, you're I'd right. rather start Hightower over any of the Eagles running backs. Yep. I'd rather start him over any of the Lions running backs. Yeah. Man, I'm with I'd you. rather start him over any of the Chargers running backs. Yeah. <laughs> This is the this is the uh, is this the part of the podcast the famous part of the podcast when I start to talk and I start listing off teams of running backs who I don't like I'd rather start him over the Washington running backs I'd rather start him over the Giants running backs I think this rather might be the start part of him over the Titans where we just running fade backs into the singing part Good luck in week. 15 and in your playoff matchups i will not stop talking while the music fades up behind me and i like him better than everyone in <laughs> on the your team houston backfield goodbye <laughs> go get him guys <laughs>